1: Good morning. It is Wednesday, August 7. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky De Oliveira.
0: And I'm Jafet at De Oliveira. And it is indeed the middle of the week, which is always phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, it's a pivotal moment, and we get to read Mid-folk. from the end. We get to read from uh, the NTE as well, New Testament for everyone, which is phenomenal. So let me pray for us uh, today. Heavenly Father, uh, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for all that you've called us through so far. I ask you for your continued blessing as we unpack this passage uh, in with fresh eyes and with fresh application in our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. I'm reading Colossians one twenty four through to chapter 2, verse 3 from the New Testament for everyone, the NTE. Subheading, The King Living Within You. Right now I'm having a celebration, a celebration of my sufferings which are for your benefit. I am steadily completing completing in my own flesh what is presently lacking in the king's afflictions on behalf of his body, which is the church. I became the church's servant according to the terms laid down by God when he gave me my commission on your behalf, the commission to fulfill God's word. This word declares the mystery that was kept secret from past ages and generations— but now has been revealed to God's holy people. God's intention was to make known to them just what rich glory this mystery contains out there among the nations. And this is the key, the King living within you as the hope of glory. He is the one we are proclaiming. We are instructing everybody and teaching everybody in every kind of wisdom so that we can present everybody grown up, complete, in the King. That's what I am working for, struggling with all his energy, which is powerfully at work within me. Subheading, God's Hidden Treasure, King Jesus. You see, I'd like you to know just what a struggle I'm having on behalf of yourselves and the family in Laodicea and all the people who don't know me by sight. I want their hearts to be encouraged as, as they're brought together in love. I want them to experience all the wealth of definite understanding and to come to the knowledge of God's mystery, the Messiah, the King. He is the place where you'll find all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge.
0: Hmm. That's great. All right, so uh, here we are in uh, Colossians, and uh, here's the question for today: day. Um, do you agree with Paul that wisdom and knowledge are found in Jesus? What does that really mean, and how would you explain it to someone who just decided to follow Jesus? Mm. Wisdom and knowledge.
1: I make a distinction between wisdom and knowledge as being two different things. Yeah,
0: that's fair.
1: So I feel like wisdom, I think I could say that that would be found in Jesus. I don't know about knowledge. Hmm. Um, like, I mean, knowledge, is it's a broad concept.
0: Yeah, you mean like data? He wouldn't well, tell us about calculus, or uh, is that knowledge you're thinking of, or are you thinking of, like, knowledge, different type of knowledge? Well,
1: knowledge of, of a lot of things. And I,
0: what do you think Paul was saying? Well, you know how and, some yeah.
1: some people have the belief, I have met people who have yeah. this belief that, There is no reason or need to read any book other than the Bible, that you can gain everything that you need to know from reading the Bible. And I can't even say strongly enough how much I totally disagree with that in terms of no, I think you need more than that. I think the Bible is great. It's a good compliment, but it's not designed to give you comprehensive knowledge about anything.
0: I think the difficulty, and I agree with you on that, and I think here's the thing, um, we actually have, in some ways, we, we made the Bible like the only source of the way God talks to us. Well, yeah. And you and... think about the Bible writers themselves. They read, they understood, they studied, they had a, a wealth. I mean, Moses was trained in Egypt at the finest, you know, at the world civilization at that time. Right. At the, the best institutions, he understood everything. He understood all the Egyptian ways. And he also understood... The Torah, right? He understood mm-hmm. his law with the, the Hebrew teachings as well. And, and how much did he have? Because he hadn't written the Torah yet.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So how much did he actually have that was oh, being yeah. taught to I him, mean, right? So he didn't have a Bible.
1: Well, it was really so. Who were we talking to just recently? Who was saying that someone came, oh, someone came and asked them, do you, do you study and read anything other than Adventist books? And the person said, "Well yeah, the Bible it's not an Adventist book like
0: <laughs> that's true that's it true. was really
1: funny it was one of those yeah. the, the pastor being grilled yeah. by you know the faithful yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think yeah I've heard this from a lot of people this idea that you're some kind of a heretic if you study anything and I think the point that they make, what they're observing is that many people who study all kinds of things do not have the same kind of Um, Blind faith, maybe that they would have had if they were not Hmm. as well educated. But I think that whatever faith you do have left has to be stronger because you actually know some things. You're not just kind of I don't know anything other than this thing that my parents taught me when I was three, and I'm just still spouting it. You know, I heard
0: this theory, uh, and I you know, and I haven't actually tried it myself. But somebody said to me, or I heard it somewhere, I can't remember it was that if you read three books. Three books, three really well-established research books in a particular field. uh, You're you're very likely to be able to engage in that and and comprehend it as well. Obviously, (laughs) so not just read it, Mm. but actually digest it. You're likely to be able to hold a decent conversation.
1: Yeah, and the reason for that would be that that those books probably contain references to almost all the literature within that field. So you're going to have every article is going to be covered. All the main people who research in that topic, because I've been doing some reading on topics where I find the books totally overlap in terms of they bring up kind of the same, same figures, same people show up.
0: So I think people are really good at reading lots of literature. Uh, and seeing lots of different ideas but they're not really good at reading the bible and and i think the bible is often read just as um, as a scripture reading or as a as a devotional thought where i'm just going to read one verse today morning watch whatever we want to call it and we we read this and we kind of scatter it rather than allowing the text well, yeah, come to Yeah and you even us. kind
1: of do that thing where you read it and go huh i wonder how that applies to my life and, and then, then think you of some s- kind of random Thing and maybe it applies, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. And
0: so I think the Bible deserves like maybe that's not even what it time. meant. Yeah. The,
1: the thing that you take it, yeah, although true. I think whatever meaning making, I believe is kind of a two way mm-hmm. street. That you know, you, just because somebody intended something and you got something else out of it, doesn't well, yeah. mean the thing that you got out of it is that's irrelevant why I, I to I rely whatever. on the Holy Spirit to, to help think, us to yeah.
0: to build, digest that. But I think that. I think that there should be more intentionality when it's looking for the understanding of the will of God. And so while others didn't have it hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, they didn't have the Bible. We actually do have it. So it's a blessing for us. And
1: also, I mean, hundreds, thousands of years ago, most people couldn't read.
0: Uh, so many, yeah. many
1: people were illiterate and not that long ago.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's is that in every society?
1: Yeah, I think that the reading. level of literacy that we have hmm. now is pretty unusual for human history. Hmm. Well, I mean, people had to work all day just to are survive going to school. With Even, the
0: ability to read. What was that? Are people reading? With people them?
1: have the ability to read now, whether or not they do read. Yes, yeah. you raise a good question. People can read because I mean, I, I um, seem people to, do. I think there is a lot more reading online of short articles and things like that. I think I seem there's seem a lot have less reading of a books. lot of
0: uninformed conversations. Oh, do you? Yeah. And I, I just, I, I mean, people are like experts in, in particular fields, and I'm like,
1: mm,
0: no, I think they are experts on a soundbite, and they're experts on on quoting one sentence, but but they're not the expert on the field, and so there's a, there's kind of like a maybe an overload of data that nobody knows. Well, how I to think kind of like people are constantly to
1: listening it. to like to podcasts and things. Can oh, maybe give you us. Yeah. yeah. Well, could give you. We don't have a lot of information on this podcast, but there are some that give very detailed. Yeah, they say scientific explanations or things like that. Oh, where well, you know you could spout off quite a bit of data. I have so many friends who, who send me to.
0: podcasts all the time, and they'll say, "Hey, you got to listen to this forty-five minutes, this hour-long podcast." And I, and you know, if I have the time, I, I try to be able to to capture it because they're friends. Yeah. But but I don't have a regular podcast that I have. subscribed well, I'm not to, a, i realized like I'm not an. Hour- auditory each day.
1: I'm not an auditory learner. Yeah. So I would always rather read I enjoy something. I like to look yeah. at the page and read words on a page. Yeah. I there are some podcasts if they're conversational that I would be more likely to yeah, listen to than um so somebody I listen, giving I information to some the way that a book regular, would. Be.
0: Regular conversation ones that I just those are really good and they really, they're really fantastic for me. Well, our time's up for today, so let me uh, let me just um, rephrase the question one more time and, re, and repeat it, sorry. Do you agree with Paul that wisdom and knowledge are found in Jesus? What does that really mean? How would you explain that to someone who just decided to follow Jesus? Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support